There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Team Cobra's got two men in the running today. For Manuary, it's our annual contest. It's a bracket-style contest at mytalk1071.com to determine to determine the greatest man in the Twin Cities on mytalk1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and it is Manuary. And one of our mandates, one of our contestants, is a man by the name of Adam Fetcher, and he joins us right now on the show. Hello, Adam. Hi, Clean. How are you? Good. Adam, uh, for those of you who don't know, he's the uh, VP of Environmental Impact and Policy at Askoff Finlayson, where he leads the company's uh, Keep the North Cold climate mission. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But if uh, you haven't heard of Askoff Finlayson, you should absolutely make a trip. Uh, it's an outdoor clothing company at the forefront of the Growing North movement. And the the uh, charity that he's playing for this year for Manuary is Climate Generation. Hopefully we'll learn a little bit about that, too. But as Colleen said, Adam, thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you guys for uh, using this opportunity to raise awareness about some important groups and important issues. So tell us, um, we want to hear, uh, you know, we, we know you're excited about being a part of Manuary. Who wouldn't be? But tell us a little bit about um, Climate Generation and why that's the charity uh, you decided to select. Sure, absolutely. Well, Climate Generation is an organization um, that was founded by Will Steger. Will Steger is a, a famous polar explorer in his own right. Um, he's crossed uh, both the North Pole and Antarctica many, many times on behalf of, of science and just exploration and charting new territory uh, for humankind. Um, and he's also uh, a climate advocate, and he's basically dedicated his life to raising awareness about climate change and the, the threat that it faces for, uh, for people all over the world, uh, especially here in the North where he lives. He lives in Ely, um, and has started this, this organization here in, in Minneapolis where our winter's are warming faster than anywhere else in the country, and we're feeling the impact of climate change in a really big way. So he started Climate Generation um, really to take, take a long-term approach to climate change, a really complex problem, and it works to educate young people to become leaders on climate uh, in, as they move forward with their lives. So essentially empowering the next generation of climate leaders um, by working through high schools and uh, in other forums here in Minnesota and increasingly regionally. 
um, is what climate generation is up to. You know, Adam, and thank you so much for for educating us about an organization that I hadn't known much about. And certainly, you know, when we have conversations about climate change, inevitably there is always a person who will maybe I don't know gesture to the to the great outdoors here in Minnesota right now as the snow is dumping on us and say I don't see a problem. But the truth is, there is a lot of education to be uh, issued. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, more education is always better. I think you know, increasingly people are are not only believing that climate change is real, but also um, feeling like it's uh, it's an issue that we need to be working urgently to address. Um, I think the impact, even though it's snowing right now, yes, absolutely, um, but we're getting you know less snow uh, this year than than almost any year uh, to date. This year, uh, this past year is the now the 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 the, the is the warmest record, warmest year on average. Uh, in terms of temperatures um, around the world, and that's, you know, we've basically set records every single year for the last 15 or 20 years here. So, you know, it's, it's increasingly real. It's increasingly a nonpartisan issue. I don't think you need to belong to a certain political party to understand that climate change is already affecting our lives in big ways, and it's really changing, um, changing sort of the, the character of the North, this place that we love uh, so much. It's, it's getting warmer. Our winters are disappearing along with that. Our best winter traditions are at risk. Um, and so climate generation is, is making sure that, um, that, you know, as we move forward, that, that the, the new leaders, the next generation of leaders are equipped to really tackle this monumental tra- challenge that, frankly, you know, the past generations of the past have, have cr- helped create. Um, and if you guys are just joining us, we're um, chatting with Adam Fetcher. He is one of our candidates for Manuary, and um, we've got a big task ahead of us. You're up against some good competition today, Adam, which means we need our listeners to go out and uh, head to the website, mytalk1071.com. And I've sent you uh, that link as well, Adam, so you can push that out across social media, because as many votes as we get today will ensure that you get to the next round. But I did want to ask you not only what it feels like to be nominated for Manuary, because you probably were like, what is this? manuary business, but also um, tell us a little bit about the work you do with Askoff Finlayson. I mean, you guys have been in the news um, locally and well and beyond, but not only because some of the awesome projects you work with, but some of the relationships you guys have. Just give us a little thumbnail of, of Adam and, and the work he's doing today. Uh, well, you're right. I, I wasn't aware of manuary uh, in this contest before, but it seemed like a great opportunity to, to help spread the word about climate generation and, and you know help your listeners get familiar with their work. They're not, they're not an enormous group. They're, they're pretty lean. I think they've got a team of, you know, 12 to 15 people, um, but their impact is really significant and they deserve our attention. Uh, and I really believe in their mission. I'm hopeful that your, your listeners will do the same. Um, I joined Asco Finlayson about three and a half or four months ago to lead the kind of the keep the North cold climate mission, part of our company. You know, we've been known as a, as a retailer, uh, a shop in the North Loop for the last five years, and uh, I think we've, we've gotten behind this really big idea of the North, and, um, and that, that started as a word on our hats about five years ago, and it's grown into a, a big movement, but um, it's reaching sort of a fever pitch right now with the, the bold North Super Bowl, uh, the Timberwolves, the United, uh, the Vikings are all using North um, sort of in their messaging, and, and, you know, it's really something the community has gotten behind, and that's started in our store and at the same time we're a company that is kind of taking a next step in terms of our growth and positioning ourselves not to be you know a small store in minneapolis but a national clothing brand in our own right and and what my job is is to take our climate mission and really embed that mission deep into the company dna so that everything we do moving forward is really at the service 
of this idea of keeping the North cold. Um, and the, the model that we've set uh, in terms of how we're going to carry that out is, is really exciting. We are going to be, uh, we're calling it give 110%. And that means that we're going to uh, measure the climate cost of our entire business moving forward and then give away 110% of that cost to support organizations like Climate Generation that are on the front lines of solving the climate crisis. That's awesome. So cool. Keep the North cold and keep the men from January hot, Adam. That's our motto. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> we really can't thank you enough for joining us today and uh, and uh, telling us more and educating us about your wonderful uh, the wonderful organization that you're playing for, as well as Ascot Finlayson. This is just uh, a really great opportunity for people to learn more about something they may not have known about. So thank you for taking some time with us today. My pleasure. And uh, for those who haven't been to our shop, uh, come by anytime or visit our website, askofinlayson.com. Uh, otherwise, we've got a collection that's in Target stores and on target.com right now as well. So I was so it. excited about that. I was so excited. I've seen. I've already really seen fun. the hats around town. So good luck. <laughs> good. Getting... Hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. And hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more of you. So again, listeners and, and Adam, uh, you know, share it with social media and listeners. Go ahead and head to mytalk1071.com and vote today for Adam. Thank you so much, Adam. Have a great day. And I just I just want to take a moment to remind our listeners that, you know, as much as we're so excited about the men that we are involving in Manuary this year, we are equally excited about the great nonprofit uh, charities or the charities that they are working for and playing for. And at the end of all of this, uh, again, it's a bracket style competition. At the very end, the winner's charity will be awarded $3,000, which is kind of the most fun part about Manuary. So as you're listening throughout, uh, just pay attention also to the great charities that are being represented. And I just also want to mention, we have another player who couldn't join us today, Eric Warner. We call him Warner. He's also known as Cat Perkins' husband figure. She uh, He plays guitar for her. He's the most wonderful, kind, amazing man. And he is also in the running today for Manuary. And his charity is uh Rising star, um, hold on, I gotta get, I wanna say it absolutely appropriately, correct? Rising star foundation. And this is uh, part of uh, Kat's mission to help educate kids and give them opportunities to be musicians themselves. So again, Eric Warner, please vote for him. And also please vote for Adam Fetcher. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, I want to test you two. I want to put you two against each other. Bradley, Holly, I'm going to do a little game show with you. It's called EGOT or Not. And we'll see what that's all about all right. after this awesome. on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. If you miss Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry. We got you. We have the highlights. I was divorced actually last summer. And so I've been trying to do that whole dating for fun thing again. It was really great. I mean, yeah. even during dinner, I moved in for the first kiss and we actually had an early nice kiss at dinner. She was kind of more concerned with the other party that was there in the restaurant. Oh, with oh, her, her friends. Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and our producer Holly. We are all here together. And Holly, you are sort of a noted uh, uh, movie awareness person. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah I kind of feel like, like Holly has an unfair advantage. Well, because you don't you like have a master's in like filmy knowledge stuff. Something like that. Yes. Okay. So Something she has like that. her master's in filmy knowledge, and Bradley is mm, a, a watcher of, of filmies. 
sometimes. Yeah, and I have horrible recall. But sure, so no, this is going to be great. Okay, I'm so going to win. I thought I would pit the two of you against each other and play a Fair new game fight. show. Hey, I Holly, call it. How about you just put one of your lips behind you? You know, like tie one hand behind your back. But it's a lip because we're talking. No? We're, I'm going to roll the music. We're right. going to play EGOT or not. There are 12 celebrities. I also, who... I wish there was a better name for it. Well, I'm sorry. This is the not best the I game. Could do. I'm saying EGOT. Okay. It just sounds like a character from Ghostbusters. There are 12. EGOT. There are 12 celebrities who have won the prestigious EGOT Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, and many who have not achieved that. I'm going to give you a name, and you are going to tell me right, if I'm they are win. an EGOT or not. Woo! All right. Bring in the game. Let's start with Whoopi Goldberg. Is she an EGOT or not? Holly, I'm going to go with she's an EGOT. Yeah, she's an EGOT. Well, you are both absolutely and completely... Correct. Yes. yes. She, Whoopi, Gold, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, she has won all of those awards. She got an Emmy for Beyond Tara, The Extraordinary Life of Hattie McDaniel in 2002, and also Best Talk Show Host on The View in 2009. She got a Grammy for Best Comedy Recording. I was going to say, I'm sure it's... A, comedy actually... Um, That's the one that throws comics, you off, right? Comics are, are always good EGOT uh, possibilities because they can do their spoken word business and still get the Grammy. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, oh, Whoopi, thanks. Whoopi Goldberg. Thanks for confirming what I already told you. Also won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in... Ghost. Yes, correct. Ghost. And she uh, got her Tony for Best Musical for producing... Thoroughly Modern Millie in 2002. All right. She's a woman of many talents. She really is. Yeah. All right, moving on. All right. EGOT or not? Is the following celebrity an EGOT or not? Rita Moreno. Bradley Trainer. Yeah. Holly Roberts. She's also an EGOT, yes. Correct. She is an EGOT. Yay. Oh, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, you guys, so far so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won her Emmy for uh, The Muppet Show. Yes. Her Grammy for The Electric Company, her Oscar for West Side Story, and her Tony for Best Supporting Actress in a Play. In a now, Play? Y- the you know, Ritz. The, Sorry, oh, The Ritz. Oh my God, The Ritz. By the way, go see The Ritz. Uh, not on stage. You're going to have to rent the movie version. When she plays Googie Gomez, it is not only hilarious, but it's also a wonderful bird's eye view into a uh, a cultural landmark that no longer exists, and that's the baths, the gay baths in New York in the 70s. Enjoy. Thank you for the Great movie recommendations, The Ritz. Now, we are playing EGOT or not... The following celebrity, have they won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony? That is the question. The next one, I will ask you, Bette Midler. No. EGOT or not? Not. I, I, I just, I honestly, I'm just going to admit uh, that the answer is no. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But only because we've done two EGOTs. I know. See, I thought that I was going to trick you guys by doing two in a row, but you're correct. But here, let's do this because... She's not an EGOT. We both um, knew that she wasn't an EGOT, but now can we um, go a little deeper and yeah, say guess. why we think she's not an EGOT? Yep. And which one do you think she needs? Does she or just which need ones, one? Which ones do you think she needs? I don't know. She needs an Oscar. She doesn't have an Oscar. That's for sure. I'm going to go with what Holly said. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> but I would, I good would, move, Bradley. I, yeah. would garner, I would do the same thing. I would garner that's the only one because I wouldn't be surprised if she had like a Tony. And She has a Tony for Hello, Dolly. She has many Grammys for her music-y stuff. And she's got a ton of Emmys, too. Uh, and she Big Business. For, Did she win for, an Oscar for Big Business? No, Bradley, because Stop that's... It. I'm joking. Calm down. <sighs> How dare you? Nobody has a sense of humor today. When we come back, we've got some crazy, stupid idiots. You better get that sense of humor back intact for that on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Entertainment. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friend. Too good at goodbye. Just regular people doing dumb things uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We are not the regular people doing dumb things, at least at this moment. No, there are other ones. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes, Queen. Yes. We're going to Utah first. Utah. Yes. I have to tell you, I want to see the, the movie of this event as it took place. I'm going to tell you about the world's worst bank robber. Mm, okay. okay. Uh, just before 5.30 on a Thursday, mm. a man entered the America First Credit Union in uh, Taylorsville, Utah. He asked for uh, all their money, and they gave him okay. an undisclosed well, amount of cash like a in a bag. So far, bank robber he's right on track, right? Yeah. He made off with some money in a bag. Problem. Here's where it starts. Whoops. He forgot his car keys in the bank, you know, for the getaway car. He left them in the bank. So he had to go back to try to get them. Uh, except for then he realized if he went back in, then they would see him. So then he thought, okay, wait, no, I need to make a run for it. Yeah. So then as he was running away, the bag of cash got ripped. Oh, no. And the money started to fly out. <laughs> there were witnesses. His pants fell. Who saw him now. Okay, so first forgetful bank robber forgets his keys in the bank. Can't go back to get them. When he realizes that, tries to make a run for it. Bag gets snagged. 
money everywhere. The witnesses see the guy running and the money flying all over the place. And they call the police and they're like, there's a man running and he's dropping cash everywhere. Um, Well, they were able to catch up with him. They just followed the trail of money. They were able to record or to recover the majority of the money, and they did take him in uh, to the police department. Um, also, when he got into the police department, they also he then fled that area in a oh, car God. that he and then he caused a traffic accident. Just don't flee. That's the that fleeing is just not if you have it's the never urge gonna end to well. flee. Don't. It's never going to end well. No, it's never ending well. Uh, Well, so he did not get away with it. No. Nope, nope, nope. (sighs) Also on his person, a meth pipe and stolen checks that he took from another stolen vehicle. Interesting. I mean, this guy, you don't get wrapped up with this guy, okay? Fool me once, shame on you. Rob a bank, try to flee, lose your money. Can't fool me again. Can't fool me. We can't get fooled again. Mm -hmm. Um, As you're talking, I just want to let people know that it's very, uh, it's very bad weather out there. It is a very bad weather out there. I had to shut everything down, so now I'm pulling it back up so that I, (laughs) I'm tap dancing so that I can bring you my my story. Okay, I need to tell you about a cheesecake beef now. What's a cheesecake beef? Well, a cheesecake beef is uh, not a winning combo. I can tell you that it was not a winning combo and. Do you want me to to hop over here to help you? Will you hop over? No, I mean, do you want me to do my story and well, we can wait for you to get whatever you need in well, front of you? You know what I would like you to do? Hmm. I would like you to do that. Okay. I want to tell you, now we're going to go to Florida while you figure your stuff out. Yeah. Um, and that is where a man by the name of Douglas Francisco, he's a tampon. He's from Tampa, Florida. He's a Tampa. He's a Tampa. Oh, I hope they don't call themselves um, Tampans. He's 28 and he was driving under the influence of alcohol. It happens. It happens. I mean, it, it's it wrong. Ha- it but should that's not garden happen. variety is what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, he got hungry and I get this, right? Because like there are time, there's a time and a place for Taco Bell. Uh, I would like Every time? more times and places for Taco yeah. Bell, but he found himself in a time and a place where Taco Bell was what he desired. And so he pulled into the drive through and he was going to order a burrito and a uh, speedo? I don't know actually okay. what he was wearing, but he pulled up to the uh, window okay. at the local Taco Bell okay. and turned out he wasn't actually at the Taco Bell. No, he was at the Bank of America trying to order a burrito. Oh my God. I can totally see how that happened. The bank. So I think the lesson here might be. Don't, don't drive drink. drunk. <laughs> Start there. Yeah. Um, and know where your local Taco Bells are. Yeah. The manager of the Bank of America was on the scene. And uh, when the police got there after he called them, uh, Mr. Did Douglas he, was still in his car in the parking lot. They're like, sir, you're at a bank. And he's like, I would I like a, a burrito. I mean, I would be bummed if I thought I was... In line waiting for some. Oh, yeah, you'd be really bummed, especially when the police and, yeah. hauled you off to the who's gal. Yeah, well, true. All right. All right. Now, can we, yes. uh, can I tell you about my cheesecake? I beef? wish you would. All right. So, technical difficulties aside, we need, uh, aside, we need to go to Moundville. I don't know where Moundville is. Tuscaloosa, what's that, Alabama? Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma. No, that's Tulsa. Oh, Tulsa. Tuscaloosa. I think it's Abilama. Oh, yeah. Abilama Ding Dong. That place. So, speaking of Ding Dongs, a Moundville man is facing some charges after getting into a beef over cheesecake. Okay. What beef would you ever have over cheesecake going? Oh, trust me, you're going to relate to this. Okay. Uh, the Moundville Times uh, told the tale of a guy by the name of um, Guy. Okay. They didn't actually have his name. Here is the thing. This guy and his brother are at their house, and it's, I think, just after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to celebrate the holiday by having a piece of cheesecake. And the brother says... I'm going to get you a piece of cheesecake. And he's like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to give you this kind of piece of cheesecake. And the brother's like, yeah, no, that's too small. Mm. I need a bigger piece of cheesecake. And he's like, that is a big enough piece of cheesecake for a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. He literally said um, the cheesecake was big enough for a grown ass man. Okay. But the brother didn't think so. And so that's when he went at his brother with the big fat cleaver. A cleaver? Yeah. A giant, well, actually, a butcher knife. Cleaver, butcher knife, same thing, right? I think so. I think a butcher, isn't a butcher knife a cleaver? Um, it was a butcher knife that he used to cut the dessert, and then they began arguing, as I said, about the portion size. Um, he, in addition to wielding a butcher knife slash cleaver at his brother, he busted his brother's lip and face. With the cleaver? No. Oh, okay. He waved the cleaver at him. Uh-huh. In a and threatening then busted manner. with his other hand, his brother's face uh-uh. and lip. No, 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 no. Now, when police arrived, they were like, why'd you do that? And he's like, well, we were arguing over cheesecake, but I didn't ever attempt or think I was going to hurt him. I was just kind of scaring him with the knife. Well, it turns out you can't do that. You can't scare somebody with a knife. Um, they don't know what kind of cheesecake led to this kerfluffa. kerfluffle, um, but they do surmise that perhaps it was a... Um, quote, one of those no-baked boxed cheesecakes. Listen, I don't care what kind of cheesecake it is. If the piece isn't big enough, people will get angry. Okay? And I don't care if that if somebody thinks it's big enough for a grown-ass man. Yeah. Okay. Also, as far as I'm concerned, a grown-ass man piece of cheesecake is like the whole cheesecake. Right. That's be the only option. Let's be honest. A fork. And a and cheesecake. The cheesecake. Also, no need to cut can it. Can I sing my love for a no baked cheesecake? You know, I haven't been eating the sugar, so I'm probably a little predisposed to fantasize as I'm doing with my eyes closed right now. Fantasizes. Yep. Fantasizes about a no baked cheesecake. Uh, because is there nothing more amazing than that creamy, no bakey, graham crackery crust, mm. maybe like some blueberry preserves on top? With then some like you had me until blueberry, but otherwise you don't like blueberry. I just that wouldn't be my choice. What would be your choice? Strawberry. Really, I would do blueberry then cherry. Mm -mm. Strawberry if I had to, but see, as a kid growing up, I ate a lot of strawberries. I have a more important question to ask you while you're fantasizing about the cheesecake. I don't know. No. Do you own a butcher knife like a cleaver? No. Is that something you you don't get that in the regular like set? No. 
people don't just have cleavers. Yeah. That is of concern to me. All right, moving on. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, this is the time in the show where we head over to the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page to see what you answered to our daily snap judgment. It's a this or that question. Today we ask the question. The question today is Han Solo or Indiana Jones? And you all have already been to the Facebook page to answer that question. We will judge you accordingly after this and we'll also check in with Donnie to see how everything's going post SAG award trip for Lori and Julia. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Wednesdays on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Bradley show on my talk 1071. We are streaming live at mytalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley trainer. And now is the time of the show. Thank you, sir. (laughs) That we head over to our Facebook page that is at facebook.com forward slash mytalk1071 and we see what you answered to our daily snap judgment. This is just a simple question that we just felt like asking you today. Leave us alone. Don't ask questions uh, and just answer the darn question. We will judge you for your answers. And today the question was Bradley. Han Solo or Indiana Jones? I must ask one simple question before we go any further. Yeah. Great movies. Hollywood on earth. This was your question, and you had some sort of a, an experience that led you to ask it. Yeah, I had an experience over the weekend. It said I was a hermit, and the Indiana Jones trilogy was on the new oh, Paramount Network. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yes. So all those movies were playing on repeat all weekend long, and I thought to myself, now this is a great daily snap judgment question. Both characters, iconic, played by Harrison Ford, and we need to get to the bottom of this. And I had a very strong opinion about who I think is better. Well, we will get to your opinion after we Mm -hmm. hear those of our listeners. All right, are you ready? Uh, Rachel said, this is a hard one. No, it's actually not. Mm -mm. But. Very easy. But. I wonder if we're going to say the same thing. I don't know. But. Indiana Jones is better with that whip. All right. Yeah, no, I love a good whip. Rachel said, Indiana Jones, I never saw any Star Wars movies. I never. Uh, Is this person. um, I'm just going to give you the buzzer. What? How have you never seen a Star Wars movie? Oh my gosh. What? Gene said. I'm hot for teacher, Professor what? Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. And this is truly a difficult one because I do love my Nerf Herders scruffy too. And Jessica said Indiana Jones all day, every day. And Jackie said Indy, baby. I'm going to tell you just a rudimentary gaze of the answers. The majority are Indy. Let's go. To the show. Bradley, Indiana Jones, or well, Han Solo? I want to know uh, what Holly has to say. Um, let's do it on one, two, three, okay? One, one two, two, three. three. Indiana, Indiana Jones! Yay! Now, let's see if we agree why. To me, the reason the correct answer is Indiana Jones. If you appreciate Harrison Ford, which if you took time to answer this question, it means you do, you have to believe that Indiana Jones is the better of the two, and here's why. Because both of those movies revolve around that character, and it gives Harrison Ford an opportunity to shine in a way that the Star Wars movies don't. Yeah. But, Holly, I defer to you now. All right. So I was watching the Indiana Jones trilogy over the weekend and it just exactly it gives Harrison Ford a chance to shine. He's funny. He's serious. There's action. It showcases him and his talents. And also 
Who didn't want to be a hot archaeologist when they were growing up, I ask you. True. And who doesn't hate snakes? Yeah, and exactly. Thank you very much. I'm Colleen. on an island by myself. What? <gasps> what? Han Solo. Ugh. Han Solo. He was my first interaction with Harrison Ford. Probably one of my first crushes. And I think he was sort of the underappreciated star of that movie. Star Wars. Why are you guys all looking at me like that? You think he was underappreciated? I I guess what I'm saying is, in Indiana Jones, as you mentioned, he is the only star. In Star Wars, he's one of many stars. And I think, you know, Princess Leia uh, got, like, a lot of the uh, attention. I thought he was hot. Leave me alone. What? Okay, hey. Uh, Did you see Indiana Jones? Yes. If you like him hot, he's got his shirt off. Oh, my gosh. He has his shirt off, and then he wears the hot fedora and the hot leather jacket, and then he can go all nerdy and be Professor Jones. I was aware. That he was also uh, Dr. Jones, an older version of himself by then, and I was young, and I wanted a younger Harrison. Ford. Donnie, what no, say age, you? Like I line. say Indiana Jones. And and I'm Indiana. Now, uh, Colleen probably won't be happy with why I say that. Why? I don't see any other actor playing Indiana Jones. But I could see someone else playing Han Solo. Oh, what about Sean Patrick Flannery? Did you who say played Ham, young Indiana Jones? Ham Solo. River Phoenix no, plays young solo. Indiana Jones. I'd like to have me a Ham Solo. <laughs> anyway, that's I. I, well. I, I think someone. I think another actor could have played that role, but Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. You don't think Tom Selleck could have done Indiana Jones as was previously th- scheduled? No, I because he liked was no, the he one... could have done it for one movie, and then yeah, it would have been like, he's, oh look, it's another episode a, of no, Magnum TV TI. guy. T- no, and then you would have yeah. got that British guy. What's his yeah. name? What Richard Chamberlain? Yeah, who was in had... King Solomon's Mines. <laughs> would have had Richard Chamberlain. <laughs> the Thornbirds. Who played? No. Okay, I've grown tired no. of this conversation. Can we play Donnie's? Can we play Donnie's adorable song? Donnie's here! Yay! Yeah, and on. here we go. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hey. I'll tell you who Donnie is. He's an Indiana Jones lover. Donnie. Uh, he's the guy. She says that. Look, it's a bad thing. Christopher yeah. Plummer is the guy you're thinking about. No, movie? not Christopher Plummer. Who played opposite Richard Chamberlain in the King Solomon movie? Oh, uh, Sharon Stone? No, 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 but no. But she was no. the actress. No. Wasn't does anybody have Google? Sharon anyone? Stone does was in anybody King have yes, Google? Was she was the really? female she lead. She dealt with a lot in, of sexual harassment. Yeah, too. in King Solomon's Minds. Oh, wow. Herbert Loam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Who doesn't remember Herbert yeah. Loam? Me. I don't, what? and I don't care. Hey, <laughs> Donnie. Lori and Julia. Yeah, who? John Rice Davies was in King Solomon's Mind. Lori and Julia. Everybody stop but me. Lori and Julia. What about them? Are done with their SAG award detail. Yeah. How close did they get to anybody? I have no idea. And shall we be talking about this? Uh, remains to be seen. What yeah. remains to be seen? Whether we'll be talking. Can them. you tell people yeah, what's to- going on with Lori and Julia? Well, uh, here, here, here's this. Here's the story. Uh, they, 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 they took the plane from L.A. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. And they were going to fly into Minneapolis, sure. Mm-hmm. And the pilot came on and said, oh, I'm gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we're not going to be able to land in the Twin Cities. So we are going to Fargo. 
and we're going to have to sit in Fargo. For I'm, a I'm bit. currently loving this accent coming out of Donnie's <laughs> Stop mouth. Trying. What it's is it trying. Stop trying. Are you so supposed like Fargo. to be Sven Love? I don't know. What it's I a am. terrible sounded like, accent. <laughs> All right, fine. It sounded like Cousin Sven from the Golden Girls <laughs> episode, where Cousin Sven develops a crush yeah, on Blanche. They are. They, they're they, not they, here. No, no, no. And they're probably not going to make it. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully there will be an opportunity to have a conversation with them. I would just say stay tuned and find out what's going to happen. <laughs> like, is there is anybody going to do the show? <laughs> is it going to be three hours of silence? We don't know. Could, could be performance art. Stay tuned. <laughs> find out. We don't know. Thanks for hanging with us today. And uh, stay tuned for... Who knows what Bye. next after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. And by the way, they're real oh. and they're special.